This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello, welcome everybody to the Ninth Realm and Age of Sigmar podcast, brought to you by Frontline, where you can get all of your gaming goodies at a discount. Yes. My name's Scott. My name is Jason. I'm Brandon. And we pulled in Brandon today from the paint studio because our main topic is getting, getting started, painting, how to get it onto the table. So mm-hmm. we're all going to have a little bit of piece of discussion on that. But before we go there, we always go straight to any new releases and... Right. If there are crickets anywhere, they should be playing now, because for some reason, there's something else taking all the wind out of Angel Sigmar's uh, sails. I don't know what it is. Right. They're just, it's, maybe something's coming out soon. I'm something sure big. It, yeah. Some big shadow is being cast, unfortunately, on the, uh, the horizon right now. Yeah, so is all is quiet on the uh, front new, of the mortal realms. New realm. Yeah. A whole new realm's going to be yeah, built? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Can't yeah. wait then. The eighth one. There the is an one. eighth realm coming eighth out. Realm. That's, it's pretty amazing. It has a new god. Oh, yeah? A chair god. The god of chairs? Mm-hmm. So we can all sit. Yeah. Not my chair. And That's way better, because I never sit when I'm playing. I need Similar a chaos gods. <laughs> but there's four of them, not three. All right, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have our rumor mill photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to jump right out of the gate. This has got to be a stormcast. I'm going to say this is a stormcast. It has to be, right? It looks like an elder. An elder stormcast? An elder... Orc model. An elder orc model. I, that's my guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like that new realm we're talking about. The eighth realm? Yeah. 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 I think it, it's involved there. Yeah, either a statue of a fallen uh, Primaris. I mean, I have the inside scoop. I know what that is. Oh, you know, you know what that is. Yep. With, with finger quotes, I hope. He's an artist. Okay, what is that? Um... That's Abaddon's new base. It's Abaddon's Ooh. new base. He's going to be standing on a Primaris Marine yep. who's been shot in the head because there's a dent in the side of the helmet. Stomped and, on. So no. he's, he's on. He's been pushed into the ground a bit. I know people. You know people? Yeah. Okay. Brandon's very important. <laughs> it's nice to be important. <laughs> very guess. important guy in the paint studio here. Uh, no, it's uh, all jokes aside, it is the helmet of a Primaris Space Marine, yeah, which and, is the, and the new head. And the inside looks... Eighth Realm. Almost jointish, so maybe it's dead and that's its bones. Right. That's a... Or... It, it could be a mark It's fresher. Helmet, actually. Mm-hmm. You think so? It could be. could be. I, I'm still thinking primaries, yeah. but probably. So some, some, kind of, some kind of scenic base uh, for some character. A, uh, I was hoping it would be a Stormcast, but when I pulled it up and looked at the picture, I realized no. No. No, it's not. It would be nice to get a scenic base for a Stormcast smashed head. I don't think we'll see that, though. It's very not family-friendly. No. Which is more of the, the Age of Sigmar. You see more of that. You don't see the more brutal stuff in that game. No. Not usually. Not really. Not, not that it's a bad thing. It's just you don't, you don't normally see that kind of stuff in Age of Sigmar. You don't see the death and the arms being chopped off and heads being shot and stuff like that. And then, of course, right after that, because I, I, there's not much to theorize there for Age no. of Sigmar, sadly. No. We go to uh, our walk about the realms. A what we've done. about the realms. Ooh. Do you hear that? I do hear something. I don't know if there's going to be a flute playing, but there might be. Anyways, might be. Did we, what did we do? 
Well, I went to the coalescence event this weekend. I thought I was yep. going to have to run it, but a gentleman who uh, was planning on doing it originally may have gotten his orders to leave, and then he didn't, so hmm. he took it back over. So nice. for a brief time, I was in charge, and then I got to forward everything to him, which means I got to go play. You got to play. Nice. Awesome. nice. Uh, it was three rounds, and it was de-escalating. So you started at 15, 1,000, then 500 in your last game, and... The whole goal was to atone these shards to go ahead and get the favor of a god beast that's been locked up and to, to get his power so you were separated by your factions. And I'm happy to say at our store, Destruction won. We had six players, two Destruction, two Chaos, and then one of the, uh, each of the others, one Death, one Order. Mm -hmm. And my game was a draw for the main points, and I picked up enough of the other points to draw all the way across. And the way they did this was if you achieve the main goal, you got three points for your team. Okay. And if you uh, somebody on your team killed a monster, you got a point. If you achieved um, getting into combat, if destruction, if you got into combat in the first turn, then you got a point, etc. So those are right. the ways little tick boxes. Right. And the way it was written, you can only get as a group, you can only get one. So maybe your table, you would have killed a monster with a hero, so you got the point for us, but I got the charge the first turn, so I got that point for us, and they would put it together. Mm, okay. um, destruction, the other Destruction player won his table, and that ended up with us enough points for us to put us at the top. And then the next game, you have to win all of the major objectives, all the Destruction players, to keep the top points. Otherwise, it goes to the next group. We ended up doing that, and then in the end, we ended up controlling both tables also. I had nobody left by the end of the game, but it was atoning the shard. You got points for being close to it, and it was kind of a clear dead zone. And I had two shooting armies, so I went in, nice. held it long enough to build up the points, and then just everybody died to, to fire and spells and, mm -hmm. and other death and destruction. So, But it was fun. Yeah, and that was the big narrative global event that it was, was going global, on. Yep. Uh, um, I, I I'm not it. sure who came out on top, right? but I'll have to go look at that later because when I tried to look... Sunday night, it really was just a bunch of reports on Twitter if you pulled up the hashtag for mm -hmm. it. Was that a GW thing? Uh, they pulled in some of the, the Neos, narrative event organizers, to kind of talk to them. They supported it on their um, community site that I had uh, showed you where the picture was earlier. Yep. And kind of were part of it, and they're hoping they pull in the leftover the story from this for who ends up being on top. Maybe it'll make it a little bit into the fluff for some little side story somewhere they're hoping. But nothing's solid. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't an official GW event, but they did support it. Yeah. And they talked about it on the Warhammer community page. Um, I believe they promoted it on that page. I think that's where I saw it. Yeah, they put it on the community um, page. They actually did it on Twitch. They yeah. mentioned it on Twitch. And they also spread that out to 40K too. But yeah. you can do this in both yeah. uh, for narrative play. Mm -hmm. And it was just it was kind of cool. You're playing the same game, same three games everybody else was, sending in your scores, getting kind of jazzed. Because as we were getting ready to play here on the West Coast... We were already hearing some of the results of the first turns on the East Coast and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. Um, hobby this week. Anybody do any hobbying? No. No. Did, did I? You constantly do hobbying, <laughs> so it's not. Um, Jason, no, nothing? I didn't. I didn't. Not Age of Sigmar hobbying. Sadly. You build anything? No. I don't. I don't have time. I'm sorry. Okay. I've been working a lot. No, have I'm you, sorry. Have you hobbied at all since the last time you talked about it on the show? No. I know. What are you doing? What do I do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I usually have about an hour when I get home from like 10 p.m. to 11 that I like watch Frasier. And, and that's cat On time. Netflix. And I hang out with my cat. <laughs> and that's not, that's a real statement. That's a real story. 
Um, no, uh, I haven't, unfortunately. It's just lack of time. It's not from lack of like interest. It's just I'd like to. I'd like to work on that death army that's sitting on top of my desk. Um, I'd like to start a new army. I just yeah. I don't have the time currently. It's all the time. It just takes time. I'm just so busy shipping out these awesome orders from our awesome customers. Lots of orders. And printing. It's, it's the mats because we've started. If you guys don't know, we are U.S. manufactured mats that we do here, the game mats. Uh, right we, in the building. Right. We, yeah. we print them here uh, and ship them out here. So... Um, but we do it ourselves here, and that's taken up quite a bit of time. Yeah, there's a lot of new yeah. faces poking around every time I come in. It seems like you've hired somebody else. New. We are. We're getting bigger. I missed um, a few of them today. But they it takes in training and the pain area. Yeah. So yeah, I kicked lot, them all out. but um, and then and, and again, one. I always feel that I am kind of hobbying because one of my jobs is that I'm I have to be um, to oversee all of our painters. We have about 24 painters, um, most of them here in San Diego, and we have other ones. That are not, but I'm always constantly viewing artwork that is being done in progress, finished, completed, you know, um, revision. So I'm always around hobby. You know what I mean? So I always kind of feel like I'm I'm doing something, even though I'm not physically doing it myself. I guess. <laughs> well, you're facilitating Do you like this a back- lot of people's hobby. You know, he's backtracked. This is my. I should have been a lawyer. I really should have been a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, how about you? Yeah. Have you worked uh, on any anything personal, personal hobby or? Sigmar related. You worked on uh, any hobby. One recently for some somebody in jolly old England, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if we I should mean, name I name drop in real life, uh, but not not on. I don't camera. think we should. Yeah, but, but um, yeah. yeah. So I've been doing some uh, Age of Sigmar commissions for some GW the queen. people. The queen. Yeah, we'll just say. the Queen of England. Yes, yeah, the Queen. Yeah. Somebody at Game. They don't Game. use the heavy metal team for their own stuff. They use. Brandon. Well, she wanted to go to the best. <laughs> well, they're, those guys yeah. Those guys are um, doing the videos and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was some chaos stuff, some zangers on discs, skyboard. Oh, oh, yeah. The whole, I saw it on your desk last week, right? Ooh. Some pieces. Yeah. yeah. Some big pieces. Um, the zangers are amazing. Been the, working the on uh, Franklin ones. stuff, Frankie. Um, he also has a chaos army that been trying to do the, uh, what is the big guy? Archeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, slowly but surely. Yep. So I can oh. go ahead and see Zinch and Archeon on the table together, oh. using their sixes to chop my head off. And Those aren't fun games. The, the Those aren't fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I yeah. Any. <laughs> but other than commissions, I've been working on my Death Army. Um, I'm working on the "You Can't See Me" list. So some Neferata. Um, I just got another Morngull from Forge World, so I have two of those now. <laughs> another Morngull. They were 280, now they're 400. <laughs> yep. They went yeah. back and forth. That was funny. Um, I wish they were 280. Well, they were 400. <laughs> they came out with the point revisions and trumped They had it, and they moved it to 280, and like literally hours later said, oh, wait, wait, wait. That's all a mistake. All of this is wrong. Yeah, that'd It's be, all back to 400. <laughs> um, I got some bat swarms now, so if you're shooting me, you have a harder time hitting me. So Like bat swarms. If it all works, you're at like a negative six to hit so so you're gonna play the you don't get to play army <laughs> so you wanted friends or you just wanted to win games have, have you ever played a game here at frontline gaming no i guess you're never nice. no one's the only one that sweet. is is me i'm always nice <laughs> yeah the only one here with a fluff army is me like ever and then i get oh, mad that i get just annihilated by everybody here yeah. Ugh, don't play them no go find other people <laughs> play with scott on his on your league nights there you go yeah uh, I finished finally those 12 storm casts. I need to go spray them. They're still sitting on the table. Actually, they're sitting next to my booth waiting to be have a uh, mat put on them. Testers, Dolcoat? No, actually, I use the um, 
Vallejo has a little okay. flat mat, or I use, uh, there's a couple of other brands you can put in your airbrush, thin out with a little alcohol and do that. Probably cheaper. And of course, some uh, pipes for 40K, it's coming. I don't have any of the models I want to paint, so I broke out one of the sets I've had sitting around forever of terrain and started painting up some of the Promethean pipes. And I got a realm gate done in case we were going to use that during the um, the narrative, but mm-hmm. we didn't. So you got left in the box. As a matter of fact, it's in my car right now in the mm-hmm. box because I still haven't taken it's the mouth out of the car. It's hot out there today. I know. San Diego hot. Ooh, it's like <laughs> 75 I bet you degrees. It's 72 degrees out there. Ooh. I know. <laughs> That's well, like speedo weather. And before we know it, it'll be in the middle of summer and we'll be breaching 90 every once in a while. Oh. But then it'll slip awesome. into October and it'll go back into the 70s. I have an air conditioner. You have an air conditioner? Good, good. So our big topic, um, collecting, painting, getting started, getting on the table, playing games. Yeah, so how to get into the hobby um, quickly, how to get into it cheaply, and then once you're into it, um, how to get yourself on the table quickly and cheaply. I guess it's probably the best way. So quick and easy. Well, you do the uh, filling of orders. That's how we like so it what's here. What's the cheap way to get that army together? Cheap way: one, find a discount hobby distributor. Maybe one that also does used models. Yes, one that also sells used models. Maybe one that has a place called the Second Hand Shop, run by okay. a fabulous individual named Pablo. No, uh, so there's lots of places. Uh, Frontline Gaming. We do sell product at a discount. We also have a place that sells um, them secondhand called the Secondhand Shop. Um, but really, in general, um, there's lots of ways to get uh, into the hobby for cheap. Games yeah, Workshop. E- eBay is good. Yeah, I mean, you can you can if you don't want to go with the secondhand route, um, either through uh, third-party retailers, eBay, anything like that. Um, Games Workshop themselves have very, several starter kits that are very uh, affordable. Uh, the Start Collecting being the yeah, iconic one. Yeah, all of which pretty much give you a hero to start with. Some yep. basic units put on the table mm-hmm. and a big thing to play with. Right. That's a good one to get no, started I'd, with. I'd say those are like a, a, a great deal. Right. Yeah. And a really good way to start an army. And right. the game's sure. point scale, so even with that you can play. Because if you mm-hmm. showed up the store with that, I know our group, we would, we'd figure out what we'd play against you and pare ourselves down to right. it. But I mean, it, it matches and scales well. Yeah, there's the new skirmish boxes now. Um, I believe there's four available um, for most of the big armies. Um, that can be Iron Jaws, the Bloodbound, uh, Stormcast, and Ghouls. Yep. And Ghouls. so uh, those are, are good supplementals to the start collecting boxes. You get a couple different heroes. You get a couple more, the Footline troops that you get, a couple of the um, the specialty ones. I think the Iron Jaws, you get a couple more of the Brutes. I think you get like three Brutes, and you get a couple of the, um, the Iron or No, the you get five, actually get five Brutes oh, nice. in, in that starter box. You get enough that if you're going to transfer over, mm-hmm. all of them with the Stormcast, has enough of each one if you transfer over and play the full game from right. the skirmish box, it actually matches and right. fits. Nice. Which was nice. I found the Stormcast one a little odd because they give you like three of the Liberators. I'm like, well, I need mm-hmm. groups of five. Right. But the rest of them all translate over easy. Okay. Yeah. And again, you don't need much to get into this, this hobby at all. No. You really don't need much more than a single model. <laughs> I mean, well, honestly, to play, I mean, this game, you don't, essentially, you don't need points to play this game. You, you put down no. whatever you have. Somebody else puts down what they have, and you play the game. That's how it works. When you're learning the rules, that's how you should be playing with your friends. You shouldn't be going to your friends and be like, okay, well, you need 2,000 points and blah, blah, blah. You say, okay, what do you have? This is what I have. You know, Encourage your friend to get the starter box. Encourage your friend to get pick something that looks cool that's going to get them engaged in the hobby to get them excited about it. So even if you think, okay, that's the stupidest thing for them to buy, like, oh, it's not competitive at all. But if they're really keyed in on that box set, 
have them buy that one box set, get them into the hobby, start playing with that one box against whatever you want to bring, and, and that's a very cheap, easy way to get into it. They just need yeah. that box. That's it. Well, and I'm always in the camp. I, you shouldn't look for what is quote-unquote competitive. Mm -hmm. Get oh, what you're going to like to put on the table and right. see play because you're going to lose games. You're going to win games. Mm -hmm. Purposely going out of your way to get the newest thing or the what's going to be competitive. Well, it won't be competitive by three books later. Right. It'll have some dinks or holes in it, and that's just what's going to happen. Get something you like. My rule is if, if, if I like the way it looks, I'm going to give it a go. Like yeah. That's how I'm going to start And with so. Sigmar, mm -hmm. and actually from what I've heard with you guys doing your uh, casts every night of the games, you know, there, everything's competitive. Everything can win games. Mm -hmm. There's no instant lose army to hit the table, really. No. I mean, if you read the rules, you understand how your army works, you put together the right things to get your synergies going, anything will work. The, right. the dice are going to choose it anyway. Yeah. Right. And you can play to, <laughs> if you're playing in, in matched play. Sometimes. Some would say skill. Others would say dice. I say cheating and buying your friend beers, but right. that's me. There's also, you can slaughter animals. What? For sacrifice. Huh? I mean, well, if you that's want. That's going a bit far. Oh, fast. Well, okay. Never mind. I'm there's things the, you can, we're just how saying. About, how about buying a bucket stuff of fried chicken do. and putting it out for the ancestors? Yeah. That'd be okay? Yeah. Okay. That'll work. I'm under the train of thought where I just like, hey, lose this last game, I'll paint a model for you. Yeah. Brandon really? is into bribery. Bribery really? wins games. Oh, yeah. That's what he says. How come I've never gotten to play you? Not yet. You're never at the top table, man. Yeah, that's how he's at the top. So <laughs> always at the top, baby. He paints Thanks. a lot of free I was models. hoping the answer would be because you ran everything I've been to, but that's, that's fine. true. That that's is fine. true. I'm not at the top table. That's, that's a reasonable comment about my play style. So, yeah. <laughs> he paints a lot of free models. And so he's always at the top. <laughs> yeah. So um, now you've got your models. You got your models. You got in cheaply. You didn't you have to get a lot. You got to put them on the table painted. Right. Okay. You got Even a tournament. To a base level, which I have problems with. I really do. This is my problem, too, big time. You got a tournament in a week. What like, the hell? What do you do, Bryn? That's what I end up with when I'm done painting. Top Because I painter. can't do just a base thing and that put it on the table. That looks great. Well, yeah, but that took that's forever. For that, me. Took, that took him two weeks. Yeah. yeah it, for that one model. It would take you, what, one day to get all 12 of those done and put them out similarly? Uh, probably 30, but you know. 30 minutes. No, 30, 30 minutes. of them. Oh. 30 of them. <laughs> Fine. I'm kidding. No, but, right. so, but how do you do it that fast? Because I come in, I'm always amazed. There's a new set on your table. The old set that I came in the week before is already out to be packed to ship. And they look brilliant. Right. I can't do it that way. Brandon is not the best painter in the world. He's not the most handsome painter in this room. I would say... <laughs> he came here to be he abused? Is, he is... The, <laughs> he was the fastest. I love least. opposite day. <laughs> opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but but Brandon. Anyway, but seriously, jokes no, no, aside, I, Brandon is one of the top painters in the country, and you are probably the fastest painter I've ever met, personally. Pretty quick. So let's say you have got your you got your new stuff, you got your start collecting box. Mm -hmm. You got to get the stuff tabletop ready in a mm -hmm. week. The TO is being a real jerk. He Thank says you, you got to you got to get it three color minimum. Yeah, their three color is yep. fully painted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Whew. First step: mm -hmm. organize your desk. Okay. Dress for success. Oh, so you saw my, my desk here. Yeah. Ooh, rough. Yeesh. No, no, yeah. my desk looks worse than that. Or, <laughs> what I mean is organize things the way you envision you're going to be doing. So if you're going to be doing blue, have your blues out and ready for you. Just, just the generic things, because a lot of people are fishing through a bucket for their paints. You need to have a general idea of what paints you're going to be using ahead of time. Yeah. And have those ready for you. Mm -hmm. um, Check them. And then good good on batch that. painting. Um, yep. As much as you can do with a spray can or a big brush, 
do it. Or an airbrush. If you have an airbrush, I never, I never, when I'm training someone to paint, I never talk about an airbrush because okay. most people don't have them. Well, yeah, and if you're talking about somebody getting started, you're not going to buy. That's an, an advanced for your thing. First thing. That's an advanced thing. You don't go out and buy an airbrush before you start when you, when you're first learning how to do this. That's yeah. that's a like, hey, I've been doing this for a while. I might just go get a dinky airbrush and try to play around with it. It's not a like here's no. how you paint. Go buy an airbrush. And until you understand how to use an airbrush. That's more of a headache than just doing it with a big brush. Anyway. Yeah, it was when I got started. You can do a whole, we can do hours of discussion on oh, the yeah. airbrush. Yeah. yeah. And, ugh, and no one likes well, And the headache. Boring. Hopefully you guys yeah. will. What? They're not boring. I love watching right. how I can get better with my airbrush. So let's, okay. so let's say, okay, so you brought up a good point, right? You we're we're going to be batch painting this, right? You got yeah. your start collecting. You're going to have a, you're going to have a unifying color theme, right? You're going to want to identify what the main unifying color is going to be. And you're going to want to start with that. And mm -hmm. you're going to want to paint most of the model that color. Like, if you're doing destruction and you've got some oryx, get that green on there. Right. Like you can I'm, sloppily paint the armor panels and clothes. If you have a good base of green, you have an oryx army or an mm -hmm. oryx army. You know. So yep. start with the basics. Get the main color down. I always tell people start with that. Whatever the main color is, start with that. A lot of people will take something if it's gold trim, they'll paint the whole thing gold. I found it just to be too difficult and time consuming to fill in the parts that aren't. I say. If it's going to be blue with gold trim, paint it blue. Mm -hmm. And then can, do the gold. Yeah. Focus on that because a blue army that doesn't have the trim painted yet looks a lot better than a gold army with some blue patches. Yep. Yeah. And so, half the time, okay. and you're going to spend so much time going in there and like you're when you're putting the gold and the blue in between all that gold trim, you're going to be like slopping blue all over that gold trim. You're going yeah, to be touching that to up and then you're going to anyway. be putting the gold on the blue so. again and it's just horrible. So a base color I can find, a trim that's going to match, yep. and finishing it off. Um, you know, basing, have an idea of what you want to do for basing before you start. Like, what what uh, FLG mat are you going to match your army to? <laughs> right. That's that's not bad. because uh, That is a baseline standard. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, a lot of... <laughs> well, I wasn't going to argue with you because actually I went out and got um, lava bases yeah. for my uh the, when i get my primaris and my hands to start painting to put those out mm -hmm. then I, I already have those matched to the the mat so i'm looking at the color on the mat looking how i'm going to darken light my my bases so they look like they belong when i put them down uh, what i've taught our uh, you know when we have an apprentice or someone new in this studio a lot of the time you can make a model that's just a tabletop level or not even fully painted pop if the bases look great because it'll take away from you know, half-ass, halfway done mm -hmm. models. Well, when Sorry. do you start? Do, do you or when do you start talking about maybe color theory, getting the base to contrast, getting? No, huh? I no. don't do color theory. Don't do no. it. Okay. I mean, we're we're talking about like getting it basically ready, like for a tournament. That you, you have like a week to get it ready, right? So for like in terms of basing, like what I like to do is I like to do the base before when I'm priming. Is that something you would advise as well? So, like, let's say, okay, I know I'm going to dry than a brush. Lava base, right. I would say, put your flock on there, or put your rock, put your sand on there, and then prime it on there. Glue it on there. Um, you'll see GW preaches this. You'll see, um, you know, all the other artists on there. A lot of them use Elmer's glue. I recommend super glue. Put super glue on your base when you're putting sand on. Okay. It won't come off. If it's a huge, large base, that's when you have to use Elmer's glue because the super glue, when it dries, will bend the base. But otherwise, super glue will be on there. It'll be successful. Mm -hmm. It won't fly cough when you're painting it. Yeah. 
I always use the the Vallejo has their own set of like big tubs mm -hmm. of stuff, and I put that on after. Yep. That's what that's what that's what guy has the red around his base is that mm -hmm. or the new GW um, texture line the GW and the crackle texture lines the same yeah. like that my, the only problem I've had with those is if you don't use them right away because I saw all oh, these are great I got them put them aside and then I went to my death army to do it like three months later opened them up and they were all dry and hard yeah it, buy new yeah mm -hmm. if you're gonna do it right away because I did all the investment yeah. on yeah. that it for your whole army you can usually get most of an army done with one pot it's worth if it. you had to give a beginning a, a beginning beginning hobbyist the number one tip for painting, what would it be? Just a one, a one thing. Consistency. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Okay. Yeah. Mine would be water your paints down. Oh, you're just gonna go right to you know. Uh, lick your brush. brush. Lick your brush. Lick the brush. <laughs> you have to be one with the brush. See, the advice I always give is don't try everything. Right. Whatever you're doing now, grab one new thing to try with your new army. Because if you try to do three or four new things, it's just not going to be happy. Focus on that one thing. If you haven't done much edge highlighting, just practice that. What are you going to do for the whole army for that edge color to make it stand out? You're done with that? Great. Did you try doing a blend? Just, just do it on some piece of the army. Give it a shot. And that's what I do every time. I just pick a new thing to try to throw at the, the model. Use all my old tools, but pick a new one to add to it rather than three or four things. It, it, it really does amaze me a lot of times that you say these things to some people like batch paint, right? It seems like a no-brainer. Like, okay, like you have 30, don't know what that really is. 30 orcs, you know, don't sit there and paint each one individually. It's going to no. take you six months to do that. But some people, you, you tell them, oh, why don't you just all paint it every color at the same time? They're like, their mind is blown. Like, oh my God, like I never thought about that. But then I forget, like people who are new to the hobby, you don't yeah. think about those things, you know? And it doesn't say that, or, or prime with, your, with your, um, your texture on for your base. It's just people don't think because they don't know, right? And so it's always good to be reminded about those things from people who do it all the time. And again, Brandon, this is something you do for your job. You're, you're sitting there at a desk painting all day long. Mm -hmm. You forget sometimes. For you, it's second nature. It's automatic. You just do it. If somebody comes in and they ask you about it, for you, you're just like kind of like, like, oh, yeah, duh. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it is a lot hard of to remember what things it. you need to, to teach people. Right. Because it is just kind of. Right? So like once you put your base coat down, like you need now to wash it. And now that the wash is on, it's not done. You need to go back and bring the color back up. You know, so there's all these little yeah. steps to do. Um, Brian, I would say Brian don't get discouraged mm -hmm. because yeah, the don't. army will probably look kind of ugly until you get to those finishing touches. I, I tell people when they walk up to my desk, that say, that's not looking very good. It's like, it's not yeah. done. Right. Leave it alone. <laughs> right. Leave it alone. It's in process. <laughs> It'll get there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and another piece of advice I've heard people give out is... If you're just getting started, build five, totally paint one, put it aside, totally paint the next one, and mm -hmm. you'll see your improvement as for those five. And then what you've learned on those five, then you batch. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. the first one, when you're first painting, mm -hmm. that first one's going to look terrible. Because I know my first few just yeah. it looked like a crayon went at it. And it right. Was, oh. And don't again, don't overdo it. Like, don't be the guy that goes and buys two thousand points worth of product, and then like Scott. Yeah. And then. <laughs> A year later, you're you the guy that has a half-assembled 2,000-point army that has, like, you know, a unit painted. You know, I would advise you, if you're not in a hurry, go buy one unit, put it together, paint it, buy the next unit, put it together, paint it. Yeah. There's no hurry. No. You and know? And it makes you... I, I feel it's better to do it that way. It gives you something to look forward to. 
You know, you don't get burned out. Well, and play with what you've got. And that's that's as some that's that's speaking from experience. <laughs> like, well, most people uh, aren't a lifetime tournament experience. players. They are doing it for the fun of the game. Right. And those people, you got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. You got one plenty year of time. at a time is is the way to go. Mm-hmm. I feel you'll be most successful that way. Yeah. Because unless you're me, and you must, I must be psychotic. But to batch <laughs> paint a hundred models at a time. Yeah. Like, it's not fun to do that. No. You know? So. Do them I, in I tens, think what you said play is, with them is in right groups. On. It's a unit at a time. Pick your favorite unit that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thanks for listening to that main topic. I think yeah. we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? The oh, we got some... Uh, rankings that's been updated? It's um, automatic now, right? It just happens. It's automatic. I don't know if there's anything new, but if we want to go through them. Sure, let's do it. All right. It's always fun to say the people's names at least. Well, and they work so hard. I know. And they know that we love them. Of course, now it's not going to... Oh, open link. There it is. Oh. Bear with us, guys. We are... I'm technically going off of the, not the computer screen today. All right. So Samuel Valdez still first place. Yeah, you can go ahead and read the, the top, top rankings. Yep. Um, Michael Birch in second, Vlad Nietzsche in third, Joshua Harvey in fourth, Zach Lopez in fifth, uh, Garnet Zasueta in sixth, Matthew Pashby in seventh, Alex Gonzalez in eighth, Ryan Ariola in ninth. And Stephen Hatchie in 10th. And that's for our overall rankings. Our teams, we still have Betty's Flying Havanikins. Fighting. Fighting Havanikins? I don't want to. You just you said flying. I don't. I like flying. The Flying Havanikins would be amazing. I don't want to make them yep. upset, though. <laughs> Two, your mom's garage. And in third place, we slay dragons. They should just write out their whole name. I, I don't know. Can Hammer's in fourth, and the Try Hands are in fifth. Try Hards. Try. Hards, try hards. Don't get me to read tiny words. Uh, do you Give want me to? I'll do it. Man. <laughs> my yeah. eyes are still good somehow. That's about it, though. All right, so here we go. My eyes are good. I'm just less dexic. The top. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'm going to say the top name. This is the ITC uh, faction rankings. Beast Claw Raiders, we have Frank Deloach. Uh, good old Frank. He's a local kind of guy. Yep. Uh, Bone Splitters, we have Grant Potsubi. Oh. Chaos, uh, this is the Chaos Alliance. Zach Lopez, Death Alliance, Alex Gonzalez, Destruction Alliance, Samuel Valdez, uh, Disciples of Zinch, Michael Birch, Flesh Eater Course, we have Lance She, Fire Slayers, hey, there's two people on here now. That's right. Brad Jimenez, Iron Jaws, Scott Reed, mm-hmm. hmm. uh, Blades of Corn, Frank Deloach. Frank Deloach. Two top places for Frank Deloach. Two. You are a greedy man, Frank. <laughs> Order Alliance, James Hill. Uh, Seraphon, we have Jarrett, Zazueta, Skaven, Pestilens, which always seems so weird that they have their own battle tome. Uh, John, Fearhelm, Stormcast Eternals, Adam Mofrad, which is, I always mention, our masterclass painter. Uh, Sylvaneth, Vlad, Nika. <laughs> if you guys don't know. Was um, that a dig? It is. Is that a dig I missed? <laughs> Adam's another one of our painters. Uh, Brandon's the, is the head of our studio, but um, Adam is, is one of our outside sourced artists who does our masterclass, and I always... Give them rivalry, but they're both Adam's army is beautiful. Yeah, and my army wasn't even fully painted, but I think we saw each other at a tournament. Really? uh, You guys kind of like eye each other. We decided that you know at the end of the game, whoever won was the better painter. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how we decided. I am obviously the better painter. Did you smash him? And he was probably he he was smiling the whole time. Don't need to have that. Don't need to. Okay. Don't need to. (laughs) He was probably laughing the whole time. I know how this works. (laughs) 
I'm ready. I'm Super just going to nice half spray guy. <laughs> guys, ready to go. Okay. And then we do have some upcoming events. Upcoming events. And this so is the, the next. IOS, AOS ITC 1500 Hobby Town USA in Spokane, Washington, mm -hmm. on June 17th. The Mama's Boys AOS Fighting uh, Night Fight Night 2, 1000K San Francisco, California on the 17th. Can Hammer AOS Mini 3. Party in Brockville, Brockville, Ontario, Canada, on June 17th. Age of Sigmar Summer Solstice, Memory Lane Antique Mall. Memory Lane Antique Mall. Mm -hmm. hmm. Gate City, VA, Virginia. Yep, and those are one of our, uh, that's one of our um, retailers that sell the mats. Ah, mm -hmm. and Hammerhead Age of Sigmar Tournament in Val Georgia, Valdosta. Valdosta, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. On the 24th, and also the Battleshock Bash is coming up, and that's in St. Louis, Missouri on the 24th, 25th. It's going to be at the uh, Gateway Open. Nice. Tournament so, there so that's in a GT. Country. Yep. Yeah, that's so all that'll be for a future topic, talking about the Summer of Sigmar. Oh, nice, because of all the big GTs yep. coming up. Nice. Yeah, all this 40K stuff's coming out, but AOS is all being played everywhere. All this 8th Realm stuff eighth realm happening. Stuff, yep. So that's it for us today, right? You've got to get back to, yeah. to the desk and... Brandon's got to get chained back up on his desk. Cha I wasn't chained. We I know it's there, but I don't mention it. It's oh, wrong. We just don't talk about it? Yeah. Well, I got to drag him back. I actually have a cot now. Yeah, we give him a cot. They, they bought me a cot. It has a couple holes in it. And, and it's right fridge. under the link. The link. No fridge. No, no fridge. Fri no Not yet. fridge. <laughs> Not now. <sighs> don't worry. All right. <laughs> Another dig. <laughs> All right, guys. So anyway. You guys have a great time. Thank you so much for listening mm -hmm. to us today. And good luck out there on the tables. All right. Bye, guys. Hey, Brandon here, lead painter for the FLG Paint Studio. Just wanted to let you know that we have all kinds of cool pictures, blog posts, and tutorials at the FLGPaintStudio.com. And if you're looking for a quote for your next project, come check us out.